Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Recording. We are here, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Lord. welcome, welcome, welcome to Two Black Girls on Rose. Where two black ass girls invade <laughs> the whitest, whitest nursery on earth. <laughs> Help us, Jesus. <laughs> The Bachelor. The Bachelor. <laughs> I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And what a week it's been. I we are just going to dive in. Yes, we're just going to go right into it, guys. Into the foolishness. Straight in. So I got a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. I, have a lot of th- I have a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to start with just like how I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel exhausted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... Honestly, had a little bit of a breakdown yesterday. Oh, no. I had a shit day at work. Mm. And then I honestly was not looking forward to watching the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was thinking through recording this podcast and just like mm-hmm. collecting all of my thoughts. Yeah. And then we get this amazing opportunity to be on mm-hmm. ABC News Live yeah. and to talk again about The Bachelor. And honestly, y'all, this emotional labor of talking mm-hmm. about racism and white people, white peopling all the time <laughs> <laughs> is tiring. So tiring. Yeah. It is tiring. Yeah. And when we started this podcast, I did not think we would become like activists, like voices. Oh, yeah. Definitely know? not. No. Mm-mm. Did not think that. Mm-hmm. And. Here we are, three years later. This franchise mm-hmm. is acting up more than ever before. Yeah, this is this is the worst. Yeah, this is yeah. horrific. Mm-hmm. One would hope that this job would get easier mm-hmm. and we'd see more progress. And you know, we got our first Black Bachelor. We have the most diverse cast of women ever. Mm-hmm. But this bullshit with Chris Harrison just proved to everyone that representation is clearly not enough. Yeah. Casting a whole boatload of black girls and mixed girls and casting your first black bachelor don't mean shit. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yep. I am so tired of how white people in privileged positions of power, and I'm talking about the producers, yeah. the casting directors of this show, do yeah. not understand that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I 
so I don't want to be like, woe is me. <laughs> like, woe is no. Okay. Yeah. But I do want to talk about exhaustion and emotional mm. labor and, yeah. you know, black women, black people constantly. It's like our model this year is I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I know mm-hmm. why people are probably tired of hearing it, but it's the truth. I'm yeah. exhausted. Yeah. I think a part of this job that is not my favorite and that people don't really see is the exhaustion of this expectation that mm-hmm. we are the voice of people yes. of color of Bachelor Nation. Yeah. And yeah. we have to have a hot take on all things yeah. related to race in Bachelor Nation. Yeah. I honestly don't know how Rachel Lindsay does this. I, how? I said it. I don't know how. Patience is a virtue and she is yeah. our sage. I literally honestly. said on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know how she does this. <clears throat> this is not the most supportive environment at all to be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think, thankfully, you and I have gotten a lot better at protecting ourselves and like yeah. saying no and like not letting this world dictate our lives. Because, mm-hmm. like, could we have dropped everything and recorded like an episode over the weekend? Could have, maybe. We could have. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Did we? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to explain that to people some people in our yeah, dms yeah, and yeah. there was another girl in our dms who was like when i was posting the putting people on blast and Bet- oh Bet- yeah, yeah, said yeah. anything uh-huh, uh-huh. he's like you're being so selective with who you choose do you expect me to be on instagram all day long <laughs> just screenshotting and putting everybody the hundreds of people yeah. in bachelor nation who ain't say shit you expect me to sit up here and post up and just be posting all day Right. There are other people who are happy to do that. I am not. The Go one. to Reddit. Go to Reddit, where Go the whole Reddit. team is there, and they're yes. doing it. The FBI they're crew. Doing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are not the one, and that expectation is exhausting sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you. And I'm just gonna come in just one time for mm-hmm, a second please. that because we have an audience that I love you guys so much. We love you. We love our community. They don't just see us as black. They see us as black women. So they expect us to uh, speak not only on race, but misogyny. And not Mm -hmm. only on (laughs) that, but um, LGBTQIA plus rights, on disability rights. They expect us to be the savior for everything because there's so such a lack of representation, not only on the show. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. it's very obvious that they're not doing the work on the show. But also mm-hmm. because they're used to, there's a high expectation for us because we deliver, um, we usually deliver. Yeah. But to your point, that's exhausting. That's, that's Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I love recording this podcast. I love yes. the world and the community, as you said, that we've carved out. When I say we, I mean all of us together yeah. have carved this out yeah. in Bachelor Nation. I am very flattered and inspired to see mm-hmm. the influx of other yeah. podcasts that have, you know, risen up, talk, people of color talking about The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, but pr- Chris Harrison being problematic did not just happen last no. week. No, <laughs> no, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Rachel is not the first contestant with a racist past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. None of this is new. Mm-hmm. It's just now the world gives more of a shit and that's all fine and dandy. But like, We've what like what's been seen as like a hot take today mm-hmm. has been our entire platform for three years. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm sorry exactly. if I'm a little bit tired. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a little yeah. tired of the franchise. I only watch this shit because of this podcast, honestly. <laughs> and I have a lot of fun recording and yeah. this whole world we've created. But 
sometimes and this weekend was one of it it feels yeah. it's like a moral crossroads as yeah. to like what the hell i'm doing here yeah i am so pissed that the producers are doing this shit again mm-hmm. and what i mean by this shit is passing a contestant with a well-documented history of racism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. history so documented that it took reddit all of five seconds it's to find. just moments mere moments moments for that girl to make that yes. video montage on tiktok of all yes. the racist <laughs> shit that that girl's been doing yeah mm-hmm. didn't take moments. her long mm-hmm. did not take long and this is happening on the first black bachelor season mm-hmm. there's a great chance i don't know the spoilers there's a great chance that rachel oh, won this thing really i i would say she won like by the way there's by the way everybody's chance. at the top is acting she won there's a great chance she yeah. won mm-hmm. that matt yep. james is currently in love with this woman yep that matt james posed the white girl who made fun of people in high school for dating black men mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. same girl who two years ago went to a party at a plantation dressed mm-hmm. as a slave mistress yep they set this man up in the same yeah. way that they set up kenny and all yeah. the black men on rachel Lindsay's season when they yeah. cast lee another well-documented racist, racist. anti-semitic yeah anti-woman mm-hmm. like yeah. he had a whole yeah. boatload of shit yeah he was they cast yeah. him to live in the house full of black men mm-hmm. it's infuriating sitting and watching last night's episode watching matt give rachel a rose mm-hmm. over brie yeah and that's a whole other story that yeah. we'll dig into when we get into the recap right watching this motherfucking tank like twinkle in his eye yeah knowing what we know and what he didn't know while recording mm-hmm they got this man up here looking like a whole entire fool. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. And they've left us at home, us who have yeah. been waiting for 20 years to watch a black man's journey for love. Yeah. We are just left feeling completely disrespected and like disgusted. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the energy I'm bringing in right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's just such a far cry from Tasia's season. Like we just hopped off. One of the best seasons I've ever watched for sure. Yeah. Like a great season. They, I thought, handled the diversity of that season better than they have in the past. And we are just jumping into this season with this black man who it is so obvious that first of all, we were right. You cast this man in June because George Floyd was murdered and white people cared. That's the mm-hmm. only reason. It is very obvious that you didn't do any of the work. There was no sensitivity training. First of all, fuck your sensitivity training. First of all, the kind of training that like a Chris Harrison needs takes weeks, months, years of giving up opportunity, of um, having consequences for his actions, um, things that he is not used to. Clearly, ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, racism is a disease. It's not the flu. You cannot <laughs> cure racism with a sensitivity training. You right. cannot cure implicit bias with 90 minutes. With and a <laughs> With a workshop. And it's very obvious that they gave these people maybe a workshop optional on Zoom. Like, mm-hmm. it is very, mm. very clear that there was no work that was being done. Because this man is out here asking the wrong questions, saying, mm-hmm. oh, is your mom going to grill me? That's not the right question, no. Matthew. <laughs> that is the wrong question. 
No, Matt. And you chose this girl. I'm going to say it again. You called her. Y'all recruited her. She said it herself. She said it. She outed you. Episode (laughs) one. Yes. There's so there's really no excuse because we know all the facts. You announced this bachelor after Batch Diversity came out, after Change.org petition, after this, that, and the third. And by the way, you all with these Change.org petitions are really doing some 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 good movement. Because there's like millions of people who watch the show. They'll get a 30,000 signature change.org petition and like change the whole course of the show. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. y'all are doing some great work with those, out, with those out there. Shout out, shout out <laughs> to y'all. Um, but yeah, it's just very clear that there was like some lazy representation going on. Nobody's doing the work. Me and Natasha do way more work than any of these producers do. This is very mm-hmm. obvious. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's very tiring. And me and Natasha can't even go nowhere and escape. Where are we going to escape to? Where are we going to go? <laughs> Trapped. Trapped in this bitch. God help us. Oh, so that's that's how we're feeling. Just yeah, that's how we guys. feel, guys. Yeah, we, we haven't even gotten into anything. <laughs> 12 minutes in, haven't even talked about the interview. Oh, so... This interview, Chris Harrison, Rachel Lindsay. Mm. I want you guys to remember who Chris Harrison is. Please. Chris Harrison took down his black square on Instagram. Right. That's the level of petty this man is. Right. The bare minimum action you could Mm -hmm. do to show support for racial equality over the summer Mm -hmm. was to post a black square on Blackout Tuesday Mm -hmm. on June 2nd, 2020. Mm -hmm. Chris Mm -hmm. Harrison put his up. Quietly deleted it deleted a few weeks it. later. Yep. This is who we're dealing with, guys. So just right. let's just manage our expectations off yeah. rip. This yeah. is Chris Harrison. This is the spokesperson of face and face of this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the person who the franchise put in charge of holding Lee accountable mm-hmm. on in the hot seat <clears throat> in the after the final rose during mm-hmm. Rachel's season, a man mm-hmm. with a well-documented history of racism. Mm-hmm. He is the same man who was put in charge of holding Garrett accountable during Becca's season mm-hmm. on after the final rose when she chose that man and mm. then had to explain his <laughs> slew of anti-everything anti-everybody activity. <laughs> And then broke up with him two years later. And then broke up with him for the same reason, for (laughs) For him being an anti-everybody. Reason. (laughs) We had to watch both of those men in the hot seat with Chris Harrison, who's supposed to be holding them to the fire. Mm -hmm. And those were probably two of the most disappointing, unsatisfying after the final rose (laughs) moments ever, you know, on this show. Except when Rachel Lindsay said, if you want a history lesson, I'll give you one. Because they don't protect Rachel Lindsay's emotional mm. Um, mm. emotional value. They, they don't value anything that she's uh, actually stepping up and doing. Um, mm-hmm. they, Chris just nods his head and is like, wow. After the break, and then that's it. <laughs> Straight up. Literally. <laughs> that's Straight it. up. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Now... This is the same man who was put in charge of now holding Rachel McConnell accountable. Please. On extra. Yeah. With Rachel Lindsay. Yep. And this time that shit backfired. It sure did. And I always wonder, like, when's the moment when white people care? Because I have been, we have been noticing this the whole time. 
So I'm like, what's this moment where you guys, where white people like, care about this? And a lot of you guys have DM'd us about that. So thank you for, for mm. your knowledge. Because What do you mean the moment that they cared? Like, uh, we have known if because of like snippets from interviews. Um, again, his complacency when dealing with racist contestants on the show. Being an executive producer of the show. So knowing that these people were racist coming on for this contestant. Um... And his just sort of very, very boring approach to his job and not really changing at all over the whole 20 years. We've known this. Um, so I don't know when a white person who's been watching The Bachelor, who's watching that interview says like, whoa, that was really bad. Like what makes it? Uh, okay. How did you not know? Like, <laughs> what? you know, like what? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they need it to be so blatant so, yeah. in their face in that way yeah. that that's yeah. when they discover it. Even though, as you and I know, we've been oh, many of us have been seen this, been known, yeah, been known. Yeah, I don't know. Um. So yeah, he does this interview. There's literally no other choice for the franchise or for Chris but to send his ass packing because this shit was atrocious. Oh yeah, this is really bad. Yeah, this is really bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. He had one job, and it was yeah. so easy. So racism. easy. So you don't even have to condemn. You can say, "I haven't spoken to her. Um, I would love to hear what she has to say about the matter." Um, and we're gonna wait for that moment. Catch you on after the final rose. Right. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. One job. Mm-hmm. That was his only job, and he failed. Yep. <laughs> And he failed because he felt some type of way personally. Oh, oh. and we're going to get into it. I already told Natasha we got some themes going. You guys know I love a theme. <laughs> this, I, I, There's moments, right, where you watch a white man be afraid that his job is being taken away by, like, hashtag diversity, right? Mm. There, there's moments where you look at that white man who has had his job forever, who wants his job forever. He wants to be out here, like, fucking... Uh, Who's the old man uh, with the New Year's? Like, like, he wants to be 95 years old, still hosting yeah. the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are moments where you look at them and they think that diversity equals white erasure. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And there's a fear it, um, that is, with every sentence that he said, he displayed that same fear yeah. um, that we've seen before. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So, Tash, so Tash, let's get into it, right? Yeah. <sighs> So he did this interview. Ten seconds in, accountability is dropped. Mm. Ten seconds in, Rachel mm-hmm. says, "Oh, what do you think about the allegations against Rachel McConnell?" Blah, blah, blah. And he says, "Rachel, you tell me." Boom! Accountability. I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah, I am yeah. white man. I am EP on this show. How dare you ask me mm-hmm. about the racist mm-hmm. decision that that I made on purpose on this show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You tell me. You, you tell, tell me. me. You tell me. I'm mm-hmm. dropping this accountability because not only do I not have the tools, I probably think something problematic that people are going to chase me down about. And I mm-hmm. don't want to lose my job because diversity equals me losing everything that I've worked for. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ooh. Yeah. Massive defensive chip on his shoulder yeah. from like minute one. Yeah. From 10 seconds in. Yep. 10 seconds in. Mm-hmm. Exposed himself. Um, 
Yeah, he failed massively. <laughs> yeah. Failed. When you yeah. fail your job, you get fired, period. You get fired. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. Um, and I've noticed, too, that there's even a theme of hosts who are who have been doing it for too long who do this. Andy Cohen does the same thing. He will mm. sit on a reunion and be like, listener, blah, 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 said, <laughs> and ask some wild question. Wild question. Andy <laughs> and be like, going in on some of these reunions. I didn't, I didn't ask it. It was a listener. Chris Harrison uh-huh. is doing something very similar, but bo- putting the responsibility for some reason on Rachel Lindsay as if all of Bachelor Nation hasn't seen that TikTok. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's it was not weird. Yes. It's not like big black woman is coming to get your job. Rachel Lindsay don't want your funky ass job. She already <laughs> has 15 of them. She don't need yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And you, you're right. He's Oof. talking like he lives in this vacuum where no one has seen the videos. We've all yeah, seen we've all seen the videos, the, videos, the yeah. documentation for the past mm-hmm. six weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Now, so my thought, like when the host yes, of me. the show mm-hmm. is this backwards, <laughs> and as you said, telling telling Rachel Lindsay, mm-hmm. you know, it's your job to hold her accountable. Telling mm-hmm. Rachel Lindsay what constitutes as racism, mm-hmm. defensive and rude as fuck, you know, yeah. talking over her, mm-hmm. acting as if racism was invented in 2020. <laughs> yes, that shit is where I was like, oh wow, he really just yeah. went there. Mm-hmm. Um, acting as if these parties at plantations are just like harmless frat parties oh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that weren't racist two years ago you know mm-hmm. we're looking at it in a 2021 lens mm-hmm. when this man is this backwards and this outspoken on this giant platform saying mm-hmm. all of this mm-hmm. you can only imagine Ooh. the producers yeah. the casting directors yep. the hair makeup team the yeah. on-site therapist the people yeah. doing the background checks you can only imagine just this entire environment behind mm-hmm. the show people who have been left in charge to craft the narrative of the first mm-hmm. black bachelor yeah. and to make sure that the woman of color and we've seen more women of color ever cast mm-hmm. they are the ones left in charge to make sure that those women are protected while they're Safe. there yeah that is what disturbs me the most. Mm. Is thinking about that background, that that environment behind <laughs> Chris Harrison when he himself is the spokesperson for this right. franchise. Right. Which he also tried to get away from. He also, when Rachel asked him, oh, is, do you think the show is going to speak out? He said, I don't know. You are the show, my man. You <laughs> are the mean? show. Yeah. You've been doing this since, you know, the Great Depression. You have been hosting this show <laughs> forever. Mm. You are the show. Now you and, don't know. And now all of a sudden you're just in disbelief. You don't know. Hoo-wee. Um, Chris Harrison was clearly very ill-equipped for his job, in particular yeah. on this year's season, in this yep. historic season, in this historic year of 2020-2021. He showed his whole entire ass. Yeah. And those supporting him, those supporting Rachel, are peak bachelor nation yeah. and all of y'all can kiss my black ass because we are <laughs> burning this shit down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your beloved Chris Harrison has lost his go. job. Yeah, he gotta go. Boo-hoo, a white millionaire is out of work. Oh, River. yeah, right. Yeah. He's gonna be fine. Yeah. We taking this win, though. Thanks. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even the cost of this win feels like it's not even a win. 
And that's how I felt when Matt mm. James was announced The Bachelor. I felt like it wasn't even a win. Because mm-hmm, why yeah. did it take a black man being murdered on video for you all to sit here and have a black bachelor? That is disgusting and absurd. And like Natasha said, you all did not acknowledge that. No. Which let us know. That was the foreshadowing that this was going to be a mess. Now, I didn't know it was going <laughs> to be this bad. I didn't know he's going to pick a racist white girl over four, three black women of color. This is bad. <laughs> like, this God. is real bad. <laughs> this is this is not good. <laughs> I, I don't even want to believe it until I see it. I, I know, I know. I really can't. I know. Oh, but boy. him not saying anything, Matt not saying anything makes me feel like, okay, like, this is, mm. you know. Yeah. Um... Now, what, do you have thought more thoughts on Chris? Because I have some stuff about Rachel. Oh yes, yes, keep going. Yes, Rachel McConnell, not Rachel yeah, Rachel Rachel. McConnell. Yeah, okay. yeah. Now, Rachel, this mm. girl wears many different hats. On one hat, she's this poor girl. She didn't know any better. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was ignorant. She was mm-hmm. young and dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, she's being thrown to the wolves. The woke police are getting after her. You know, mm-hmm. she innocently went to this frat party, and that's mm-hmm. it. It's innocence. Mm-hmm. It was ignorance. Mm-hmm. Then under another hat, she's a grown-ass woman ready for a husband. She's ready to build a life, ready to build a family. She's emotionally secure and mature and ready for marriage with a black man. The Rachel Defenders, the Rachel Stans, y'all are allowing her to wear both of these hats and it doesn't make sense. Sense. Which is it? Yeah. She cannot be given the benefit of the doubt as a young, dumb girl who didn't know any better, but then in the mm-hmm. same breath, we're supposed to treat her as a grown-ass woman ready to marry a black man in 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pick one, because you can't get both. Yeah. You can't. Whew. Damn, friend. That's very true. That, that's wow. the narrative that's out there. The yeah. people who stand for her. And yeah. it's very confusing for me to understand, because... This sounds like two different people we're talking about. Which it one does. is it? She, can't, she don't get to be both. Yeah, it does. And I hate that people dug into her parents because I would hate for somebody to dig into my parents. Um, mm-hmm. But if you come from a sundown town mm-hmm. and you have parents who are so outward with their um, thoughts that are problematic specifically towards race and you're dating a black man, you have agency as natasha said as a 24 year old woman who's ready to date uh and marry a black man you have a specific level of agency you have to step up in a certain type of way um Mm -hmm. to be able to do that and to represent that in in an interracial couple relationship that is so so public Mm -hmm. exactly so I've been done with her since the first time, like the first shit <laughs> that came out with her. I said it before. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I have very, it is so, and I'm trying, but it's very hard for me to have sympathy for racist mm-hmm. Gen Zers. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all grew yeah. up with a black president for eight years. Yeah. Yeah. You have. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real, and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp dot com slash two b g one r had a cell phone since you were eleven. Yeah. <laughs> you have access to the world and knowledge in a way that no other generation before mm-hmm. has had access and knowledge. Yeah, you yeah. came on this show allegedly ready to marry a whole entire black man, mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. damn well. I know you don't like to talk about parents, but I can. Knowing damn well that your parents are Trump supporters, yeah, and to be yeah. pro and to be pro Trump is mm-hmm. to be anti black. Exactly. Didn't one hundred percent. And if you didn't know that, yeah, you had no business being here, being on the show. No, no, nope. this is not the space for you. No, Mm-mm. I don't have the energy to explain why dressing up in that antebellum mm-hmm. garb, going to this old slave plantation, mm-hmm. and doing all that is racist i don't understand why that has to be explained Mm -mm. to bright-minded young people why this is offensive and racist i have Mm -hmm. no sympathy for the rude ass awakening she is getting Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. irks me how white people get to cry ignorance Mm -hmm. chris harrison's old ass was crying Mm -hmm. ignorance ignorance yeah why don't you just know that attending a party at an old slave plantation is just wrong why does that have to be taught to you why does well, that have to be taught? Well, because he believes he's right. He like, he doesn't get, think it's wrong. He doesn't think so. He thinks it's... Like, yeah. I get growing up in... Like, let's take Rachel. Growing up in this culture, you have her... Her parents are her parents. She can't yeah. get away from that. Right. But at what point do we hold people accountable mm-hmm. for just being willfully ignorant? Right. At what point is she a grown yeah. woman with access to tools, i.e. Yeah. Google, and yeah. can start to learn about why black people are marching in the streets year right. after year, decade after yeah. decade? I know you see them. It never occurred to you to try to understand what the fuck we barking about? It that was probably is white just, privilege. Yeah. It's probably just this summer, though. She probably didn't see any black people marching before this summer. 
I'm she sure. Have. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sure. Yeah, but I just don't that ability, that opportunity, that that benefit to get yeah. to high ignorance. I was yeah. ignorant. I didn't know. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to be better. Mm-hmm. At what point do we just say? you know better you are a grown person yeah and why can't you know better why does everything have to be taught and then the expectation mm-hmm. of being taught is back onto us but onto we've been crying people. about this shit for forever Years. y'all just don't listen you don't exactly. care yeah exactly and i have to say um that from my perspective right i think i got up in here probably last week or two weeks ago and i was like she probably didn't know because if you went to public school in she georgia probably you probably didn't know they probably um, didn't. And that's a conditioning for me that I have an expectation on white people in certain aspects, right? Old white man, young black girl from the South, young black girl from even like a Staten Island or a Long Island. I have an expectation that you don't know. That is conditioning for me on two parts. Number one, white people have gotten away with this and they just had white privilege and it's embedded, Right running all the way through my blood and my veins, unfortunately, in this country. Number two, it is conditioning so that I can keep even keel and level throughout life because otherwise I will stress myself out to the point of death if I have if I have all this knowledge that everybody can do better and just won't and that I have to do better and get half as much, I, there's no way I can live life like that. No way. And so I set myself to this conditioning, even though, as James Baldwin said, to be black and to be woke in this country is to be angry all the time. It's a level of anger that has to be dialed down. It's a level of defensiveness that has to be died down and dulled. It's the kind that turns into diabetes. It's the kind that turns into cancer. It's the kind that will kill you. And that's why we say we don't know how long Rachel has done this and can do this. That lady is grown, wants to have a family, is with her husband, and is a full-blown lawyer. And was sitting there watching that man um, interrupt her, um, degrade her at her job, um, knowing that she couldn't do anything. And she said on Higher Learning, if I reacted, nobody would pay attention to what he was saying. And I want everybody to know what he thinks. So I could not react. Yep. Yeah. (sighs) Mm. It's, yeah, it's tough. I mean, I feel like the one positive I could find out of this whole thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) is Rachel Mm -hmm. McConnell Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. is I hope that this backlash, this turmoil, this giant fuss of these pictures will make you know, the Rachel 2.0s, the Beckys, the little baby Karens yeah. out there at University yeah. of Georgia, this, that, and the third. Yeah. Think twice. Afraid. Afraid. And maybe yeah. Google once. Yeah. <laughs> before they turn up to a party like this. <laughs> that's oh my all God. I know. Yeah. That's it. She's the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Because we know she been, people been going to these parties for forever. Yeah. And as yep. you said, I know she ain't no no better. Yeah. But still. Yeah. Somebody has to learn, and I hope they all <laughs> learn from this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, why this child waited six weeks to issue an apology is one of the most bizarre things I've ever heard. Same. Rachel Lindsay said on the interview, there's nothing contractually holding her back. 
Nope. So why hasn't she said anything? Mm. That's what makes me think, again, mm-hmm. we don't know the spoilers. Please don't bring them over here. Yeah. That she might have won this damn show yeah. and everyone is in panic mode and has yeah. for the last six yes. weeks been thinking, what the fuck is it? <laughs> what are we going to say? <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to say? And it literally took them six weeks to craft that apology. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Ooh. Now... The apology was an apology. We've mm-hmm. seen them before. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. no thoughts. I don't really have much words. No, on it. I don't I give really a shit. Care. Yeah, hers I, or Chris. I really don't care. Yeah, mm-hmm. none of them don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's gonna be fine. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. I think it was Bachelor Data who said, "Like cancel culture is not real. <laughs> they does, all real. increased in following. Cancel culture yes. is not real unless you're a minority or of any sort. Then it's real." Okay. Right? right. Uh, oh God, Colin Kaepernick was canceled. Right? Fully. <laughs> like he, he was Fully. canceled. Donald yeah. Trump impeached twice, acquitted twice. Boom, not canceled. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like. Yeah. It just doesn't exist for it's white not people. A thing. Yeah, it's not. Homegirl already has 380,000 followers. Mm-hmm. I think she's one of the most increased uh, yep. follower counts this yep. season after like Matt James, obviously. Right. Um, right. Once all of this blows over, and all of this always blows over, Blows guys, over. It will. Yep. Mm-hmm. She'll be booked. She'll be yep. busy. She'll yep. be fine. Yep. She will probably, Instagram-wise, she will be busier oh. booked oh, than yeah. Piper, Serena P, and C, yep. Chelsea, yep. who are bad bitches in their own right. Listen, Serena C can... Outside of Instagram. <laughs> Serena C can sell me anything. Say it at the beach. Anything. Oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> uh. So I'm not even worried about those ladies. They're going to no. stay booked and busy and successful outside of Instagram regardless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they will never even be afforded the privilege of even the slice of level of social media fame and opportunities yeah. that women mm-hmm. like Rachel can garner mm-hmm. simply for being pretty and white. Yep. And once this shit blows over, yep. she'll get back to being that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She'll be fine. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. <sighs> What now? What next? I got a whole. <laughs> I know. Uh, you mean wait? You mean what's next for the franchise, or what's next for Natasha? <laughs> what's next for what we about to dig into? Because I got a whole thing. I'm you a performative do. allyship. Oh, let's go! Let's do it. <laughs> oh God! So over the weekend, Bachelor Nation alums showed their true colors. Mm, colors mm. we've already known cuz <laughs> yeah, we've people. been known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been known this, we've seen this. Um, but who truly during this, you know, when something rocks your world, the Chris Harrison kind of rocked Bachelor Nation yes. world. Yeah. Everybody's right, on right, pins right. and needles to see how you're going to react to right. what they say. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people showed their whole ass. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of performative allyship, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, is, which is like a term that I didn't even know a year ago. But now <laughs> it's like literally just sums up. What we saw this weekend, the mm-hmm. amount of performative allyship that was demonstrated irked the hell out of me. Mm. When I say performative, I mean pretty much everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah. Reposting the Blatchelorettes yeah. um, IGTV. Yep. And that's it. Yep. And Most then saying of their own. Listening and learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, if and you pr- watch. And pretty font. Yeah, right. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you watch the video, she's talking about like slavery. What the fuck are you listening and learning? Can we get specifics? At please? the good age of above 25, what the fuck? 
fuck are you doing listening and learning? Learning. Bare essentials. Whew. So everybody's pat- posting up the video. No yep. statement. No. No face on IG. No, right. We're posting the video and moving yep. swift on. Yep. The one person I want to call the fuck out, just make an example out of him because oh, oh, no. I'm just in that mood, oh. is Dylan Barber. Oh, yeah. his last name. Yeah. Hannah uh-huh. G's boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. He was on Hannah Brown's season. Uh-huh. He is now best known as Hannah G's boyfriend. Uh-huh. He's pretty much built a following off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dylan, Hannah G, that whole brand of Bachelor contestants, mm-hmm. they all can kiss my black ass and here's why. Dylan recognizes the power of his voice because he used it two weeks ago. He did a Twitter, a Twitter Q&A where he came out in defense of his friend Jed. That's right. He claimed Jed never cheated on Hannah Brown. That's right. He did do that. His 193,000 followers on Twitter saw it. Yeah. And I bet his 639,000 on Instagram yeah. heard about it. Yeah. That little Q&A led to dozens of think pieces last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Bringing Jed back into relevance. Yeah. Everyone, again, is dissecting the whole Jed and Hannah B mess. Yeah. Dylan then did an interview with Us Weekly, like a week later. What? Talking about <laughs> said interview and backtracking how, you know, I'm very appreciative of the franchise. I didn't uh, put things on blast. <laughs> um, you know, I've been given this platform. Sir. You know, that was not reflected in my statements. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All of this, these think pieces, this Us Weekly interview, Jed, and all of this coming back, all of this resulted because he did a Twitter yeah, Q&A. Q&A. Yeah. My man, you can't mm-hmm. tell me you don't know the power of your mm-hmm. voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yet this weekend, this whole mm-hmm. Chris Harrison mess, Bachelor Nation is on fire. Mm-hmm. What yep. do we get from Dylan? Oh, a repost of the video. Oh, yeah? Oh, I didn't he know did he did repost. that. That's it. On to the next yep. watch he's selling or FabFitFun box or whatever. <laughs> Hannah G, his girlfriend, 1.5 million followers. Yeah. She has 600,000 followers on top of Rachel Lindsay, yeah. the hardest working girl in Bachelor Nation. By far. What does she do? Same lazy post. Then on She to did post it? I didn't even see her post the video. The same thing. She posted the same video. I think she had a little ear emoji in the corner. And then was on to... <laughs> Dinner at Nobu or whatever the fuck. What yes. the hell? No. Whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. Not the ear emoji. Oh, oh Hannah. Oh, Hannah. Oh, no, no, no. She didn't watch that video. Oh, God. Please. <laughs> Dylan oh, no. has more followers than Mike Johnson. What? Aside from being Hannah G's boyfriend, no one even remembers who the no, fuck this who guy you are. is uh-uh. from Hannah Brown season. No, and he has more followers than Mike Johnson, who's working now. What, actively, who is working? Yes. Oh, oh God. Now, what irks me so much is that Dylan and the like. I'm saying Dylan, but he is the representative. Yeah, of the, right. Whole the rest of them. line of people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would call themselves allies. He mm-hmm. would look me in my eye and tell me that, you know, racial justice, I stand for it. You think? You know, I think. I think so. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he put on the spot to say, do you stand for George Floyd getting murdered in the, in the, in the streets? Oh, he would yeah. Say, Absolutely not. I think that's yeah. wrong. I do stand for racial justice. I do yeah. believe that we are equal as humans or whatever. Mm-hmm. He might say, I don't see color and all kind of stuff. But I think he would say, yes, mm-hmm. I stand for those things. Mm-hmm. Now, here is something huge happening in Bachelor mm-hmm. Nation. 
Mm-hmm. And suddenly it's just not your job to speak on it. Mm-mm. No, mm-mm. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Suddenly it's just silence. Mm-hmm. And that is just so infuriating to me because this is your job. Yeah. As a white man with a voice and a platform and power, if you dare call yourself an ally, if you had any audacity to tell any black friend that you stand by them, mm-hmm. this is your job. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve to say that you're an ally otherwise mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're either for me or you're mm-hmm. against me. Yeah, that's Period. it. Period. Yeah. That's it. Too. Mm-hmm. And these people, Hannah G and Dylan and all these people, it's almost like they're not humans. They're like mannequins selling Yeah. Films. Oh, 100%. But they're just mannequins with more power. That's why we're only paying attention to them. That's yes, it. That's exactly. the only reason. Yeah, because otherwise. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Yes. You, could intercha- you could interchange Dylan and Hannah for all I care. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't care. Don't have yeah. a clue. Mm-mm. But that's the crazy thing is like they're not mannequins. They are actually no. real people. Money making machines. Yeah. Behind. Yes. There are mm-hmm. people behind the handles. This is yeah. a white woman, a woman given a humongous platform mm-hmm. 1.5 million people follow her every move yep she had a choice and she chose to use her platform to capitalize on her pretty whiteness mm-hmm. and to do nothing with that privilege mm-hmm. by way of bringing voice and awareness to anything yep can you imagine justine having 1.5 million people tune into you on instagram just at your disposal and doing literally nothing, nothing. meaningful with it nothing no no. I can't even imagine that headspace. <laughs> me either. Me either. To think that I have no purpose for any greater good by having all of these people follow me? No. There's no way. I just, I just can't imagine it. It's annoying. It pisses me off. Mm-hmm. And then when I see that performative bullshit, yeah. I just rather you stay and do nothing. Just, just stay do, and do nothing. nothing. Just do nothing. Do oh nothing. my God. Don't give me that pose. Oof. No. Mm-mm. Do absolutely nothing. Just like Hannah motherfucking Ann who yeah. sold her next lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> sold another <laughs> flower set. Whatever the hell. Whatever Didn't even did. try to insert herself in this mess because she knew better. And yeah, she, yep. you know what? Stay wrong and strong over there. Yeah. I respect that more yep. than I respect this. Same. Bullshit. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. Yep. I got one more thing. Okay, let's get into it. Let's do it. Sean Lowe ain't shit. He is trash. Trash. You know what Mm. he's really trash for, though? You all go read Mm -hmm. the statement. It's terrible. It's one of the worst I've ever read. It is terrible. (laughs) Please go read the statement. The worst part in that statement is, I don't condone racism. I hope you all know that. No, the black fuck I don't. How would I know that? There has been not a (laughs) single iota of action on your part. Mm -hmm. Not one. How would I know that? How would I know? (laughs) Now you just over here using Jesus in defense of this? And me being a follower of Jesus knows How if you speak on his name wrongly that you will be persecuted in the future and you are sitting here saying a a whole bunch of nothing, yet he also knows how big he is in this franchise because he's the only Bachelor who's been married, to be honest. (laughs) He's the only one who picked picked the girl and married her and they have a future. He knows how big that is. 
and chose to say, I side with my fellow white man. And I, too, don't want to lose a single cent of Instagram influencer fame. And I cannot fathom even thinking about going against uh, Chris Harrison or or siding uh, with mm-hmm. equality and with Rachel Lindsay and with respect for women. Because a lot of these people are not looking at, like Dylan, right? You are only famous because of your girlfriend. Ain't nobody paying attention to you. But you went against a woman, Hannah Brown, who her apology was also trash, all about her. I'm not sure what even she was doing. Um, who, right, ruined that girl's life because she could have had Tyler C and now she got a Tyler C lookalike. Now <laughs> you are coming to the defense of that man, one of the worst winners Knowing that you are only famous because of your girlfriend. So we're against women now, right? Sean Lowe, Uh, same thing. Rachel Lindsay is a woman. And he was speaking to a woman like that at her job. And uh, you're going to go and say that he needs grace? For what? For (laughs) what? What? I'm so confused on what he needs grace for. I'm so confused on what we need to give him space for. He had all the space in the world in that 13 minutes and 51 seconds. He could have backtracked, like we said in the very beginning. This didn't even need to be an interview. This needed to be a one-sentence answer. And he was Uh the one who was insistent upon Uh all of this. He was the one. Not Rachel. Rachel was not pressing him. Like she no, said on Higher Chris Learning. He came with an agenda. He came with an agenda. <laughs> a 15-minute agenda of yep. his own. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, because he had a change.org petition and because Fire Chris Harrison is now trending, that he's learned shit. He hasn't learned nothing. Whew. Okay, I'm sorry, yeah. friend. Sean, I'm sorry. All you had to do was nice. say Sean Lowe, and I went off. <laughs> <laughs> he went off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because his really statement was just offensive. Yeah. He said, Jesus loves me. Uh-uh. And Jesus no, loves Chris Get Harrison. Jesus out of this. Get and Jesus out of And I want to give him here. grace. No. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. he apologized. Mm-mm. And that's what Jesus would do. Mm-mm. No, no, Excuse no, no. Me, no. Sir? Jesus would not be racist. You fucking. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and yeah, as you said, not a word about racism, not a word about Rachel Lindsay, not a nope. word about nothing, just immediate defense for Chris Harrison. Yep. In the name of Jesus. What? <laughs> like, Jesus was not involved oh, with this. It just irked me. Sean, he has been a beloved figure of Bachelor Nation. Yep. I mm-hmm. pray that pedestal that you have set up high this whole time gets knocked the fuck down. Absolutely. What you didn't say in all of them words is that you stand with the people of color offended mm-hmm. by Chris's words yep. and the actions of this franchise. Mm-hmm. You also had one job, Sean. Yeah. And you also yeah. failed. Yeah. And I will never forget which side of history you yeah. fell on during yeah. the Chris Harrison yep. bullshit. Yep. So you yep. can also yep. kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. I got yeah. Th- Okay, okay, good. Um, yeah, I think I'm... Oh, oh, oh! One more thing. Just one more thing. Just one more. Yes. <laughs> I... Okay, I've been seeing a lot of comments because it's really hard to get off of Instagram when we had so much lovely support come through um, and just like seeing all the notifications and stuff. And I've been seeing a lot of people on... Um, 
uh, Chris Harrison's comments on other people's comments, whatever, Caitlin Bristow, whatever, saying like cancel Rachel Lindsay. She's just this. Mike Johnson gets this quite often as well. And it's not lost on me that like hashtag Bachelor Nation LLC, like whatever that is, has hired Mike and Rachel and Tasia and Natasha Parker to be on audio exclusive platforms to tell the story and narrative of their show. Mm. And to, to continue that audio narrative throughout the show, throughout the week, that those are audio exclusive. So they are not being seen. It is not lost on me that they have those jobs in particular. Podcasts. 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 Yes. Um, and I loved Brian and I love Brian and uh, Mike's podcast. I think it's so much I fun. I do too. I've listened to one or two episodes. But yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I think it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, voice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And them having that ability to tell those those audio narratives throughout the week is not going to make Chris Harrison lose his job. And I feel like there's a lot of, like, uh, parallels between those. Um, And... The man who gets paid the most is still the white man who doesn't say anything or do anything. But the black people who are behind the scenes, behind the scenes, behind the curtain, are doing all that work um, to really further the show into a modern platform. Because he has said that he doesn't like Reality Steve and he doesn't like podcasts talking shit about the show. Mm. And because they do so much work as the producers to make it um, such a great value show for America and all the rest of this. But you hired all those black people to talk about the show throughout the week mm-hmm. and to continue mm-hmm. that, to mm-hmm. build a force, to continue yes. that conversation throughout the week with clickbait, Bachelor Happy Hour, and I always want to call it Keep Talking with Mike and Brian. I don't know what it's called, but it just I makes me happy. Keep, keep talking. Mm-hmm. Something with talking it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so that is not lost on me. And mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that Rachel Lindsay has higher learning as her like yes. black side. Yes. <laughs> her like hers. Like yes. fully hers. It's just mm-hmm. hers. I love, mm-hmm. love, love that podcast. Um and yeah, that was that was the only other point that yeah. I wanted to say that I was No, like, that that is true. Is they Chris Harrison, even in his whole thing with was with Rachel was talking about the people of the internet and yes. people on the internet saying all this stuff. And it's like, yeah. you understand the value of the people of the internet because Reddit, Bachelor mm-hmm. on Twitter, yeah. Bachelor yeah. on Instagram, all these different Bachelor podcasts, mm-hmm. we help feed you guys. Yep. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. This is not a show that just exists in a silo. There is a right. world called Bachelor Nation that exists yep. on the internet that mm-hmm. we as a community perpetuate yeah. to feed you. Yeah. So. Yep. You yep, can't yep, get yep. one without the other. You cannot get mm-hmm. Rachel Lindsay on a podcast instead of all these bachelor podcasts with all these bachelor figures, yeah. mm-hmm. but then denounce podcasts and denounce the people on the internet and denounce it at the same time. Right. Black ones. Black it's not ones lost that. on me that those are yeah. black people. You're right. That are doing the right. audio narrative throughout your show. You're right. You're right. There's a number of them now. There's a lot. <laughs> There's three of them. There's um, three of yeah. them. 
mm-hmm. from Bachelor franchise. So yep, we see it, guys. Sure do. Hey guys, that's a little taste of this week's episode. If you want to hear the full recap, head on over to Patreon.com/slash Two Black Girls One Rose and sign up to get weekly recaps and other Bachelor content from us. See, see you next week. week. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.